everyone, and welcome back to the second of our podcasts of Parallel Barking, where um, I will, along with my daughter Ariana, bark at you in hopefully interesting ways. Uh, we will wait for the full moon to bray at it. That will make for an interesting <laughs> podcast in the future. Ariana's laughing. Um, but we're here to do the, the as we promised in our, our last podcast, we're going to finish up. We finally saw the last installment of Squid Game. Yes. Yeah, we and finished. We, we finished. finished to our shock and, and actually the, the shock of the last. I wasn't shocked. Oh, and warning again, this is all spoilers. Spoilers, so if spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, spoiler. stop now and wait until you have and then tune back in. Um, but both Ariana and I believe that it is worth investing the time to see them all. You need the last to. One. This is a fabulous series. I don't know if you need to, but no, certainly no, you. no, 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 no. You need to. No, oh, gosh, she's so bossy. Yes. All right. So we saw the last one. I was floored uh, and surprised in some ways, and a little bit disappointed. And I don't know about you. What was your um, what? What did you draw from it? Think about it. What do you want to waste our listeners' time with? Bark, Whoa. bark, waste, bark, bark, waste. Bark. No, I will. Woof. Plant a beautiful garden in their ears Aren't you with supposed to mine. dig one up? Woof, woof, woof. Oh no, 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 no. All right, talk to us. All right, so I was obviously right. Surprise, surprise. I don't know what you're right about and why it was so obvious. Well, tune into the first podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I had guessed that the boss of bosses was um, participant player number one um, because first, my first inkling was the his hand when he was sitting and watching um during the first round of games uh when when the mask was on i guess i don't remember what mask he had but i i noticed that the hand was a an older it had had wrinkles and i was like oh that's interesting so then i also noticed okay so the the other hints were participant number one knew all of the games. He was very, very familiar with all of the games. Um, they were from, they seemed to be games from his generation. And he was very excited to participate in each one. And it was also a little bit odd that someone his age was able to continue as long as he did. All right. So enough with the self-congratulations. What do you make of all of this? It was disappointing. Why? Because when we finally got to the point where we met him, we... You met him again, you mean, as... Met, met really him is. again as the revealed self. I was expecting more of an explanation of why. He, he did give us why, and it was great. 
I mean, not great. It wasn't so a great but explanation. It wasn't satisfying. But it wasn't, it wasn't satisfying enough. I wanted a little bit more. You I wanted a little, a little bit deeper. You know what it reminds me of? When you were a kid, you would do something <laughs> that I thought was, uh, maybe should have been rethought. And I would ask you, why, why, why? And you would sit and tears would come down your cheeks. And you would say, I don't know. And I was disappointed the way you're disappointed with number one. But at the same time, it turns out that at the time, you really didn't know. And so for me, that was actually quite realistic. He doesn't really know, except that the only joy in his life was playing the games now at the end of his life that he enjoyed so much playing at the beginning of his life. But the difference is, and that was the clue at the very beginning of the, the series, that now the games are much more edgy, much more for keeps. And it involves a bargain with people who have nowhere else to go. And he made the point, right? The, the uh, 4, 456, the winner of this, right, ultimately goes, why, why, why? And he goes, well, you know, it's a game. He goes, well, you, you brought us through all of this hell. And he said, well, no, we told you what was coming. You signed it away. Then you all agreed to leave. You knew what was coming, and you all came back. But, you know, I I noticed he said that, but that's also an argument that people bring up in, t- I mean, today's world. Yeah. And do does the same what what's the result i'm i'm really interested because i don't know if it always ends up the same way like yes i signed this but but was it under duress or but i i should be i should be excused because this is a ridiculous contract or i should be protected against myself Right. And why? Why should I be protected? When when are those circumstances? Well, in this case, I mean, the, the for him, the point in, in it's a good one. Um, and, but it is one you're absolutely right that troubles the social order in, in any political system. Um, you want to be protected against yourself, but especially where there's information asymmetries. The old guy knew everything that mm-hmm. was going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The 456 and the players did not. What they knew was enough to, given the limited information they had, made sense weighing the positives and benefits and in effect the value of their lives as against the probability and risk of them actually getting to be the one. But the question is, would they have made the same choice if they'd had exactly the same information as the That's people true. who were inventing the games and controlling them? And even more importantly, whether they had a hand like those people did in controlling the game and, more interesting, in changing the rules of the game midstream as it suited them or in the, the context of engagement with, with the players. And that, that was probably the thing that, that rankled. So the conversation was actually misdirected. It wasn't about the choice, although that's the way it's written. It was about information asymmetries, which is always inherently the problem. Right? And that brings us back to the data. Oh, my God. The data, the data thing. I love data. I'm sorry. 
it does it does bring us back to data a data universe in which one can view power in this case not just in terms of money but the uh, people who have information who have information uh, which would have made choices now 456 on that basis might have then wanted to continue taking his chances with the loan sharks thinking that that was a better deal than actually doing the game but at the end of the day he didn't hold very many of the cards he was still but in this case even with the information because it's not just having information it is also controlling the character of that information and choosing what information is going to be used in the decision universe and what information cannot the players had absolutely no role in that that was all controlled by those who not only had access to the information but it's not generating it but who could manage it who could group it in ways that then essentially managed the decisions of the the players in a particular way but then you also have to think about well how do you decide besides management of information well i guess which is the overarching issue how do you decide what information is right i mean how do you value that information how do you make a value proposition for the information that you get so for instance the doctor received information from a part of the staff but that wasn't necessarily the right set of instructions or information to receive and to take but he was he was getting some which he thought was helpful yep some information right. that was helpful right. but in the end yeah. I'm, well i'm glad you mentioned that too because that was also one of the more interesting things none of these systems are perfect and in fact the doctor was a, a nice little curly cue out of the main storyline about systemic corruption that it's both tolerated sometimes necessary uh, the toleration of that systemic corruption kept the workers satisfied enough to do whatever atrocious thing that the bosses wanted to have done and they think they're sneaking around they go to all of this trouble to sneak around but it's very clear that the bosses the bosses knew and the question was the toleration and in fact I looked at this and I said, oh, my God, this is precisely what's going on all over the world in terms of the 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 way in which uh, informal economies, barter economies, economies for suppressed markets are all both well known and tolerated to some extent because it is viewed as either necessary. Otherwise, the 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 society collapses or prudent because it keeps the population distracted and therefore allows the people who are in control a much broader discretion to to order people around that was a, a nice little touch yeah we're just talking about different thresholds of tolerance i mean and that's that's order that's management that's people management again it's ah! people management that's right and at the end of the day and so then we always have at, at the end right he has this problem with the money he has spent all of this time getting the the 46 billion won right oh given? And then, yeah and then he won't touch he finally remembers that to get there he has a set of duties to those who fell away including his best friend and then the the woman from north korea he finally gets around after this period of, of self-pity 
finally gets around to sort of uh, dealing with it in a kind of, but in a very odd way because he deals with this and then rather than embracing his responsibility, he effectively becomes like the the bosses, he buys his responsibility away. Hey kid, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to help you. Oh yeah, mom, yeah, I'm supposed to help you too. Uh, mom, take the kid and that way you can be a mom again and hopefully this time you won't mess it up. Mm. Uh, and here's a bear, here's a suitcase full of money and I'm gonna cut my hair, paint it red and then try to go off. Yeah, what uh, was to- with the red hair? Was that just a new beginning? It was different, right, I guess. Um, we'll have to watch it again to, to yes, see. Yes, that, that is for season two. That's right. And and that leads us to that, that deathbed scene, which I really like with number one. You know, that relationship was kind of interesting in a way he became, and that was sort of the intimation at the end, the protege. Uh, but the anti-protege, it's not clear he's anti, but it's, it's clear he has a... Trouble. I don't know. I don't know if he's the protege yet. We that's not clear. That is totally not clear because it sounds like well, Kihun is going to come yeah, back still so and kick una- some right. ass. No, he's still completely self unaware. It's the same dude. Okay, you you do think beginning. you do think he is he has not grown. He has not grown at all. Everyone who dies has grown. My favorite is of course the lady who takes the um, the the thug with her. All of these people grow. They they are enlightened at or around the time of the moment of their death. Many of them. You don't think wanting to go back and kick some ass is growth? No, because he's he's not thought this through. He's getting all of this instruction. He sees this instruction in the lived realities and growth of everyone around him who dies and who then toss on him. Uh, the responsibilities, and yet he remains oblivious. So he, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of in the tarot deck, the very first card is the fool. And, th- and the fool is the clueless person who is surrounded by luck, who's got the world in front of him and who traipses off. And indeed, this constant reference by number one with respect to 456, you won, but you were lucky. Luck, 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 luck. That is the essence of someone who's completely unself-aware, but lucky in that circumstances around him make it possible for him to move forward without even understanding the why of it, and then almost always and invariably um, stubbing his toe. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, but there was a little bit of growth he well, the red hair was a nice touch. Refused to actually kill his old mate at the end. Right. But do you think he would have been more willing to kill his old mate at the beginning? I do. See, I don't. And I think that's why number one chose him or or because he was in some ways reflective of that character. Uh, but on the other hand, number one was more than happy to, to uh, kill 455 people as part of this game. So that was very different. So that, that may not work. Um, but, but still, that, that notion of self-awareness, growth, the relationships, and the cluelessness. And he's got all this money. He won't touch it. Um, he won't use it as expiation 
Um, and then, so he's got the same conflicted relationship with everything. He's, he's basically a man who is in a conflicted relationship with everything around him, including himself. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. So you want to shake him <laughs> and say, Lord, I maybe mean, the North Korean lady should have won. Yeah. Well, there, there weren't many characters that you did not want to shake. But I think that was the point. Right. And of course, throughout all of this, I love the end. The games begin again, and there he is. Yeah, that, yes, I'm very, very excited. I, I can't wait. So you think there's going to be a season two? There better be. The human interactions, of course, well, hopefully we'll see them refined. I thought they were all really nice touches. All of them could be viewed as both symbolic. Uh, they can be viewed as inherently contextual within the, the sociopolitics of, of Korea where it's made, but it can be transcultural as well. Lots of, of food for thought there. Uh, but we have run out of time uh, for this time, and I think that will give you a snapshot. If you want us to talk a little bit more about any of this stuff, please write us. Uh, we are at... Go ahead, Nani. Parallel Barking Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Send us questions, requests, uh, and hopefully when we get our act together, uh, if we choose your questions, we may phone you up and you can uh, participate as the uh, the moderator for the, the podcast. More on that in future podcasts. Um, I hope you will continue listening to uh, to us uh, bark in parallel. And once we get this uh, uploaded, smash that like button. <laughs> All right. Well, say goodbye, Ari. Goodbye. Bark, bark. We'll see you next time.